You may be seated. Thank you, Pastor. Uh, I fell in love with your pastor, not in the weird way. It's not that type of love, but I fell in love with your pastor on the phone um, just talking about what we could do this weekend. And uh, then his wife, I found out she's just as amazing. And then his kids are just as amazing. And the leaders are just as amazing. The worship was insane. It's a good thing I don't have a church because I try to bribe you to come somewhere. But we need a new building, you guys. You need a new building because everything's here. The presence of God is here. Great leaders are here. Great worship is here. Um, I, I, we have to pray. We have to pray that this building comes in. So would you pray with me? Say, Lord, I pray that you bring a building in. We release it from the north, south, east, or west. Just bring it in, God. We're going to declare that as of this day, it's a done deal. We're declaring it for your good, for the glory of this community, for the glory of God, for the, for the transformation of people's lives. We're asking right now, Lord, that you do something amazing, 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 amazing. In these next couple of months, in these next six months, the answer is going to be here it's going to be here in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen? All right. There, that's done. I'm calling it in. We called it in. No, I, I've, I've had so much fun Friday night. Whoever cooked the meal was amazing. Uh, I know Amanda. Amanda was uh, a big part of that. Thank you, Amanda. I've been, I had to walk extra yesterday because of all the good food I've been eating here. Holy cow, you guys eat. And it's... <laughs> you do. And the sweets, too. Oh, the sweets were, I had a cinnamon roll here yesterday that, I tell you what, I had to take a nap in the car. I had a little too much sugar there. I got, my, I got in the car, sitting next to Johnny, and all of a sudden, <laughs> are you okay, Pastor? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm not, I'm not a pastor anymore. I, I retired after 29 years at a place called the International Church of Las Vegas. And so if you don't know me, I'm just a normal guy. But God's done some really extraordinary things. It's just beyond belief. So, uh, you know, if God can use, I always tell God, if you can use a donkey, you can use me. And he, he's used this donkey. I mean, this, this has been an amazing thing. I, I told the story Friday night that at 20, I wanted to kill myself. Um, I got involved in drugs and alcohol, abuse of alcohol, and it, I got messed up. I played, uh, had a lot of success in hockey. I played ice hockey in Europe professionally uh, with the European teams and played Division One hockey in Canada. So I had a, a great hockey career, but I didn't have God. I wasn't raised in a Christian home. Uh, I, I was raised in a, 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 ho a family that believed in God, but didn't have a personal relationship with Christ. So at the age of 20, someone came into the dressing room after a hockey practice and shared about John 10, 10, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I've come to give you life. So can you imagine an old French-Canadian hockey player uh, who is known for being the worst on the team? Uh, my life completely changed. I got set free from drugs and alcohol. I, I've, I've been working with the, the sheesh. Let, let me just show you a little video, just so you kind of see some of the things I do. I, I, I help start a, a, an organization, a nonprofit corporation, that basically helps resource people. All we do is give and give and give and give. So we're a funnel. We don't keep it. We give it. And so um, we're going to show you a video at the end what happened in Lahaina. Some of you know the, there was massive fires in Lahaina. A lot of people died. Well, we went in there right after the fire, miraculously, and we went in before the police and before the fire departments, and we just got in with the survivors. 
and uh, we were able to bring, well, someone loaned me a plane about a month ago, 747, we filled it full of 30 tons of resources. Tons. These are home um, uh, pure air purifiers because there was asbestos in the walls, in the insulation in these old homes. So we were able to bring in the um, home purifiers. We brought in a quarter million meals, 250,000 meals. I could just go on and on just what God did. So our nonprofit, all we do is we're a funnel. Just kind of, it comes through us. Uh, just found out two days ago that they're giving me a stadium, uh, the the Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. Is that pretty good, right? It's not bad. So they're giving it to a day, one day for free to honor veterans. So we're going to give, uh, we're going to adopt 7,500 veterans or so, and we're just going to just honor them and give them gifts and whatever they need. You say, why do you do that? Because my dad was first special forces in the Second World War. And I didn't quite get him when I was young, but now I get my dad. And I wish I was half the hero that he is or a tenth of the hero he was. Uh, great man. He's now in heaven. I wear this for my grandfather, who was the first French Canadian, one of the first French Canadian pilots in the First World War. So my dad's special force in the Second World War. My grandfather is one of the first pilots ever in the First World War. And uh, he actually crashed his plane, survived, and uh, just wild military stories. So I have to honor... It's payback time, right? We've got to, do you believe in honoring your military? Do you believe in that? So I'm big on that. And I wear this cross because I, I lost my mom during COVID and I still have a big hole in my heart. I love my mom. And uh, she was the anchor. She was one of the reasons why I stayed alive. Um, and so I wear this every day to, to remind myself that the love of my mom is always with me uh, and the love of God is always with me. So if you can identify to any of those things, um, I hope it touches your heart. Uh, okay, now I take a deep breath. <sighs> okay, uh, say hi to all my friends out there. <laughs> um, I want to show you a video of something that happened because uh, after I retired, I didn't know what to do. I, I'd had two strokes and a brain bleed, and um, things got kind of rough, and I tried to kind of grunt it through like an athlete that tore his Achilles heel trying to play the game or Achilles uh, or, or ACL or something. I kept trying to play, and I, I really struggled for quite a while. And uh, finally, I just thought, I'm going to retire and get better. And uh, I did that. And uh, it was a miracle that my brain was completely healed after 17 months of treatment. And I don't have time to go into it a lot, but after the treatment, I'm healed. And the doctor says, Mr. Goulet, you've been completely healed. I saw the pictures of my brain before. If you have strokes, you, got, you have a big hole in your brain. I had a big hole in my brain. And then 17 months later, he showed me the pictures, and he goes, you've been completely healed. Uh, you can go back to work. That's weird because I had 105 staff members. I had a, a worldwide thing going on, and now I had nothing. I had no title. I had no pension. I had zero. I just had savings that I'd saved up and investments that I had. So I just sit and I have a, I had a, have a home on a mountain in, in Big Bear. So I like to ski. I like to kayak. I like to walk. I was just kind of hiding out. And, uh, and all of a sudden, God surprised me by getting healed. 100%. And I could go back to work. And I go, what do I do next? And I just thought, I'm just going to give. He's given me so much. The rest of my life, I have to give. So I got super involved in, in reaching homeless in Las Vegas. There's about six, 7,000 people that sleep on the streets in Las Vegas. I know they call it the city of lights, but there's a lot of misery there. So we had an opportunity to, uh, I just finished my doctorate. I'm going, you can imagine going back for a doctorate at 60 something. <laughs> no, actually I'm 45 or something like that. I'm a liar too. No. 
<laughs> I'm dyslexic. <laughs> I knew you're thinking, how could God use this guy? He uses a donkey. He can use me. But I, I got involved in, uh, for my doctor, I needed clinical work. So I went into a clinic and not, it's not a Christian in any way. Uh, but they said, hey, can you do like a spiritual class? It's like, can you do a spiritual class? I said, I know a little bit about that. And so I was able to do that and then reaching out to them. And, and uh, I put together a video for them. And you know when you're salt and light, the Bible says you're, turn to someone and say, you're the light of the world. <laughs> you're the light of the world. Isn't that crazy that Jesus said that? And so he says also, I'm the salt of the earth, and so are you. Look at someone say, you're the salt of the earth. And uh, so I had a chance to work in a secular field, and uh, I said, can I put a video together for you? And we put this video together, and I slipped in a Christian song. So you're going to laugh, and they approved it, and it went all over the place. So check this out because we're salt and light, and today is all about fun, uh, flowing in the power that God gives you to be salt and light. Check it out. This was the clinic I was working with. Check out this song. My throat is tight and I cannot stand this craving. If Jesus came to save me, then right this now This is in the tunnels of Las Vegas. My mind is racing, chasing nothing but empty thoughts. My chest is on fire, fiending my God, I'm burning hot. I walk waiting for this feeling to pass. It seems happiness passes quickly. This person's dying of an overdose. I guess for air, crying out, but I cannot breathe. Afraid that if I give in to this, I'll lose everything. I'm tired of this war, this internal fight is so real It seems the doors open up but then they resell Sabotaging my own peace, but not on purpose How many trials will I face Look until at her face. I really learn this? Do I deserve this? Is this karma for what I've done? I cannot walk away or feel my feet, I need to run I'm so disappointed in all of my choices and I need to release the pain that I feel inside
Holy Spirit, none of these things happen without you. You're, you're the great author. You get to use people like me and people like that are in this church right now. That Literally, you've got missions ahead for us. You've got things that you've planned. You've got things that you want to do through us. The great exploits you talked about in your word, you want to do it through us. And so we're overwhelmed by that, and sometimes we don't feel worthy. But we ask that you'll use us, you'll touch us, you'll flow through us, and that you'll help us transform this community. Breathe on us, Lord. Breathe on us, Lord. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I show you that video because I didn't get to show it to the team on Friday and Saturday, but the, I believe that, that we're called into the schools. I, I love to have church services, and I love something as beautiful as this. This is great, and, and I had a great church, and that was a great experience, but I'm kind of energized because I get to go into the world now. I'm salt and light. And if that's going into the clinic, and they, they allow me to play that song, which is a fully Christian song. And can you imagine that? A non-Christian organization saying, yeah, go ahead and use that song. What is that? That's salt and light. See, I'm a Christian ninja. Ah! See, see, the thing is, we just can't always go, it's got to happen in church. No, it really should be happening out there. We should be better engineers and better architects. We should be better social workers and better... Johnny Miller right here, I want you to meet him at the end of service because he, this guy is, is literally taken his faith and brought it into the business realm, into the, the marketplace, and he's a, a developer. He builds buildings, and, and, and the wealth is flowing through his hands. He's able to use it for good. See, I believe that the time is now not, not, not just to have a, an amazing worship service, and that worship was insane, not just to have a great church and great leaders because you've got good ones, the issue is, what will we do once we leave those doors? Will we change our families? Will we transform our schools? Will we go back into the courts? Will we make a difference? And I actually said yes to God, because today I'm talking about two, two uh, titles, or two things. Uh, I'm going to talk about the power of God. Uh, the first night I talked about game changers. The, the second day we talked about how to cross over into your promised land. But today is I want to fully empower you to go make a difference. And I'm not sure what God's calling you to. Only God knows what you're, what you're called to. But the point is, if you listen to his call, things are going to be unleashed through you. Now, the only way you can make a big impact, whether it's there, like I said, things that are happening now, after I left the security of my staff position with a big salary and big titles, and now I'm just Paul Mark Goulet. I don't even go by pastor anymore. I'm just Paul Mark. Because when I say pastor, they go, ah, they think I'm weird. They think I'm like a weirdo, you right-wing crazy person. I'm not. I'm just a normal. I'm Paul Mark Goulet. That's my name. I'm just here to make a difference. And all of a sudden, those defenses go down, and you're allowed to function, but still with the power of the Holy Spirit. So I want to talk to you about I wrote this book called The Five Powers of God. Because in the Bible, what you see is you see the word power or authority. But literally, when you go into the Greek, it's more precise. The New Testament was written mostly in Greek and a little bit of Aramaic. The Old Testament was written in Hebrew. So when you look at the New Testament, when you see the word power, you should really ask yourself, what kind of power? 220? 110? What kind of power? Are we talking nuclear power? We're talking about solar power? 
So when you look at your Bible, the thing you should do is just ask yourself, and that's what this book did. When I got touched by the power of God one day, I'm a, an intellectual person. I got a bachelor's, a master's, finishing my doctorate. I'm not a stupid person. But all of a sudden, one day, God touched me on a mountain, and I felt something I'd never felt before. It was wild. I go, what is this? So I had to study because I wanted to understand what just happened to me. What just touched me? What filled me? And then I started seeing opportunities never dreamed of having. And I, I know it's not me. I'm just a normal guy. I wanted to kill myself at 20. And now God uses me with presidents. And it's just insane stuff. So I had to realize where does this come from and what type of power is it? So if you'll take your Bibles, let's jump into this. The Bible says you will receive power. Thank you, Pastor Brad and Miranda and the entire team. I want to thank the Moroccos for giving me the privilege. <laughs> We're going to jump into the word right now. So I want you to go with me to Matthew chapter 28. And then things are so <laughs> insane in my life right now. I'm going to tell you a funny story because you're just going to think that I'm all that and a slice of bread. And I'm really not. I'm just like a, a normal, I'm just a normal person. I could literally live here in West Virginia. I get one of those, what are those plaid shirts? I'll get a plaid shirt and... And, 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 and I got a pair of army boots, and, and I, I got guns. I got lots of guns. I like to shoot. And I think I'd like it here. I like to fish, too. Any fisher people here? I, any, any gun shooters here? And I think I'd like West Virginia. I, I, I went to Kraken Barrel this morning. I kind of felt at home there. I go, shoot, I didn't bring any plaid shirts. What's wrong with me? I'm just glad they let me in. <laughs> Matthew 28, verse 18. Then Jesus came up and said to them, All authority. How much authority? How much authority? All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. How much? All. We have to underline that all. And the word authority there is a word called, in the Greek, exousia. Delegated authority. He said, that authority was delegated to me. Now I'm delegating it to you. I want you to understand the concept of delegation. I didn't bring my credit card. It's, it's over there. But do you know I can actually give you my credit card and you can go use it? Some people actually steal credit cards and use it. But I can actually delegate that card for X amount of dollars. I can even loan my name to you. I, I could co-sign on a home. I can co-sign on, on, a, on a car. I've done that before. All my kids, I co-signed for their first home. All my children had homes by, in their 20s. I co-signed. I wanted them to gain wealth. I wanted them to take possession of something. And so I, I purposely did that. I used my authority. I delegated to them, and they were able to buy a home. So Jesus says, all authority was delegated to me. Therefore, I'm delegating it to you. Therefore, go. Go and do what? It says here, make disciples of all nations. Oh, Lord, I thought I was just getting getting full of God just to get blessed. I thought, I, I thought I'd just go to church to be inspired and, and then go have a good day. No, literally, you're supposed to go disciple nations. Disciple means to teach, means to transform. It wasn't until I retired from my comfort and my great position and stuff, and I just became a volunteer that I was given the opportunity to disciple a whole nation called Madagascar. I went in there, I wrote curriculum for the whole country, the president accepted it, and I literally, he brought in his whole government and I trained them. Four weeks, I, I trained them, I met with ministers, I, then he gave me 300 uh, entrepreneurs from the country, I trained them, and then he gave me 1,200 top youth leaders of the country and I trained them. I spent four weeks just pouring into their lives. Can you imagine I had the chance, opportunity to disciple a nation? 
He just got reelected. So I'm assuming I'm going to get that phone call soon. Come on back, Paul. I've already given them the material. They already have eight biblical values, but I couldn't mention the Bible. So because, of course, it's not a church. It's a, it's a government. And so I wrote eight biblical values, simply didn't put the scripture, but I would put Paul. <laughs> Who's Paul? Well, he was an apostle. <laughs> proverb. That's, it's a proverb. Well, yeah, it's in the book of Proverbs. So I was able to literally take quotes from Winston Churchill or, or from the Bible and just say Winston Churchill or something. And I was able to get in there. Why? I'm a ninja Christian. Because being here, we can, go, we can shout hallelujah and praise the Lord. But when you're in your workplace, you've got to come with a different authority. You've got to speak their language. You've got to be a ninja. You've got to bring it in in a way that it's not just outrightly offensive. And so my goal for you today is begin to understand that he, he was given all authority, and he wants to transfer that authority to you. Therefore, go disciple nations. It made me think of the fact, are there different powers or is there only one power? Because I had heard about dunamis. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. And, and, and you'll be my witnesses. And that word is dunamis. But Matthew 28 is authority. And exousia is used more than dunamis. So I thought, oh, isn't that interesting? That the word that I should be focusing on, and I should focus on all five, but the fact is that God wants to give me authority in my business in my home, in my community, in my city, in my state, and in my nation. I'll give you an example. I went to Europe, and I told the story a couple of, yesterday, I think. I, I went to Europe, and I started seeing the borders go down, and I thought, that can't be good for a country. And I thought, I, I, I need to become an American, because I was a Canadian. I had a green card. I was legal, though. I was illegal. I, was, I guess nobody's illegal anymore, so whether you cross over legally or not, nobody's illegal. It's, I guess, impolite to say sorry. But I was legal. I had my green card. But when I saw the borders go down in Europe, I thought, that can't be good. I, I want to get involved and at least speak up. At least put myself on the table to, let's say, come, let's reason. Let's talk about issues. And I felt that I could speak in such a way. God did give me a gift, so I want to get into the political realm. I believe that Jesus prayed in Matthew 6, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Is it God's will that last year 110,000 people died of overdose in our country? More killed than Vietnam. Why did I go into the slums of, of Las Vegas as a volunteer to go and get them? Because it's an epidemic right now. There is an epidemic in America, and it's called fentanyl. fentanyl. They've been used to the other drugs, but fentanyl will literally kill you in one usage. That's why you see a lot of up-and-comers dying instantly. And what it is, it's fentanyl. They've laced ecstasy with fentanyl. They've laced other drugs with fentanyl. Now they're just dropping like flies. It's a major issue. I should have a voice in that. So the only way that we can really make a big difference in a community is if we have the first power, the one mentioned the most in the Bible, and it's the power of exousia. Each power has its purpose. If you're, a, if, you're a, uh, if you're a carpenter, there's sometimes you use a saw and sometimes you use a, uh, a lathe and sometimes you use a, a hammer. You don't always use the same tool when you're building a home. And that's why God gave us five powers. Some of you have heard the term the four love languages, or the, well, five love languages, but you've heard about the four Greek words for love. Agape, storge, phileo, you've read those, right? This is a great, Smalley wrote a great book about it. 
But what we learn from those four words is that there's different types of love. And then I checked into this, and there's actually different types of power. The problem with most Christians, they didn't know there were five different types. So they always try to use the same type for any situation. It's like a multi-purpose power. So you have Christians going into a corporate room going, Shakaramakika. I'm sorry, that's not the place <coughs> to function in dynamite power. That's the place where you need authority. You need to be smarter than you've ever been. You need a prep. You need to go in there fully armed to, make a, to add value to that boardroom. We can't use, there's other, the, what you're going to learn about the other five here. But today I want to focus on this authority part. Because that part will help you transform communities. And so like I said, someone just gave us a, uh, the Allegiant Stadium for June for the veterans. Now we, we just, we had an award from the veterans recently. Things are, what happens is the minute you start functioning in true authority, you impact whether it's the veteran association or children's or, or, or whatever it's going to be, or politically. When I became an American, Dr. Carson said, would you be your state, the state chair? I was the only pastor of a, a, le uh, of a leading um, candidate for presidency that, that was a state chair. Mostly it's, a, it's someone that's very wealthy, and I'm not, just a normal guy. And so I became a state chair, and then, of course, other things happen. And I want you to go to the next slide, please. So he offers us five types of power. And uh, some of you guys, guys know the guy on the right. That's me. The guy on the left is a guy named Donald before he was elected. He became president of our country. And some hate him, and some love him, and some aren't, aren't too sure. I'm not here to debate or discuss that. I'm simply here to say that whether they're Democrat, Republican, or Independent, I'm called to influence them with authority. We cannot be so opinionated that we stop influencing people that we may not like. In our mind, maybe they're not the political, right political party or, or they're confused with their sexuality. They're number 25 out of 26. I don't know what their issue is. But honestly, I'm called to have authority in those areas. And you, you might think of the word authority might scare you. Think of the word influence. We're called to influence. So he wanted to come to our church. I said no twice. The third time I said, well, is he willing to fight for school choice? Because I get involved in issues in our state and our city. School choice was there are children that are in the poor areas of my city and my state that go to terrible schools. There's violence. There's drug addictions. There's guns. There's, there's just pain. And school choice gives them $7,500 to go to a private school. And I happened to have started a private school. And so what happened is all of a sudden, I said, listen, if he's willing to fight for school choice for our state, I'll let him come and meet our schools, our students. And so that day, we had all of our students, about 280, 300 students in the foyer, uh, and we sang, God bless America. And all of a sudden, everybody froze. The FBI froze. Secret Service froze. Military. Everybody that came into that room that day with the president, everybody froze and just stood there. Because the presence of God. We took authority immediately. And I said, we're going to love the media. We're going to love Secret Service. We're I didn't even like that man. I really didn't. I didn't like his tweets. I didn't like his hair. I didn't like a lot of things about him. But that day, I'm called to love him. Just because you may not like someone doesn't mean you're not supposed to love them. As Christians, Jesus loved the prostitutes. He loved the tax collectors. He loved the zealots. He loved the nut jobs. 
So we as Christians, if we're really going to impact a community, we just got to love indiscriminately. We got to love everybody. But we do it with authority. Does that make sense to everybody? So that day he came in. I'm not afraid of this man. My dad taught me because he was injured in the, in the uh, Second World War. He lost half his brigade. Over half of his brigade were killed in these ventures that they did. And I can tell you, my dad used to say, Paul, all men bleed red. Don't be afraid of anybody. We all bleed red. Don't be intimidated. So I've been with billionaires. I've been with presidents because my dad trained me not to be intimidated. And the other thing is, Paul said, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. So when I, get, I met him, he's just another man who I actually did not like in the like sense. But I loved because I'm a Christian. And I had the opportunity to touch his life. Later on, he did accept Christ. I know there's a lot of people that hate, and that's your choice. You just do whatever you, you do, you boo. But when someone receives Jesus, Paul was a, Paul murdered Christians. Can you imagine how the first century church felt about Paul? When Barnabas comes along, hey, this is Paul, my friend. They're great. That guy killed people. He wrote bad tweets. <laughs> I had a chance to lay hands on this man and pray for him and that God would change his heart and touch his life. I do the same thing with Democrats. My best friend in Las Vegas right now is a just died in the blue Democrat, and he knows who I am and what I stand for, and he goes, Paul, I actually believe a lot of things you say. <laughs> he said, but I'm a Democrat. I said, that's okay. Just don't tell him I'm a Republican. <laughs> just, it's okay, we'll just go into the room, we'll be friends. <laughs> but see, it's authority. I, I'm, I'm coming from a different authority than just political powers. That's not, that's, it's something because it's important we're supposed to be part of the process. But I, I'm, a, I'm a child of heaven. <laughs> I'm a child of God. I'm coming from that realm. And I'm functioning with the authority that was given to Jesus, and he wants to give it to me, and he's giving it to you. Someone say amen to that. Amen. So that was a powerful day that day, delegated authority. The next slide, please, says exousia creates influence, and influence expands exousia. I was up early this morning. I prayed last night, uh, and I was up early this morning, and it just hit me. Exousia creates influence, and influence expands exousia. There's this, there's this relationship between influence and the fact that you are given authority. Jesus functioned with authority, and people ask themselves this question. In Matthew 20, 21, 23, it's so fascinating what it says here. If you could turn with me, we'll just look at it for a moment. Matthew 21 23, and I hope you guys are getting this out there watching online because this is for you too. It doesn't matter how far you are, but I, I believe that God's about to release his authority on your life. Can I just want to expand your authority? So I thought expansion with authority all, often comes with a revelation. Talk to Johnny about his business, revelation. Boy, exerting authority in the business realm. I could tell you. I told my team, I said, we're going to start a soccer academy. I said, what does it look like? I said, I'm not 100% sure, but we'll figure it out. So we started an academy. The kids went to school, and they, and they practiced soccer five days a week. And I thought, it'll take about three years to get as good as the schools around us, because we're the smallest school. We're 280 kids, and they're 3,000, 5,000, 7,000. So we're literally playing against money and lots of people, and we didn't have either. We just were normal people. <laughs> and so... I thought, maybe three years, Brad, to, 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 to raise up a good team that will, will, will compete because we're getting killed and everything, just squashed. Like we were like the bad news bears on steroids. We just weren't any good at all. First year, we won the league. 
Second year, we won the league. Third year, we won the league. Fourth year, one of our kids signs a professional contract at 14 with, I think it was RSL. And he went to the Utah Academy there. Fifth year, we won the league. Sixth year, my grandson at 13 signed a professional contract. And he went and played with RSL. He plays at the academy there. I think in the first eight games, he scored 12 goals. You say, what's going on? Who's the authority in soccer right now in our community? Who's signed a contract at 13? My grandson. You have to understand when you get over your intimidation, your fear of failure, your fear of trying something that, have you failed Paul Mark Goulet? Yeah, probably more than I can brag about. I really have failed in so many things. But man, that one I scored big time. And it's affected my kids and other kids. And we've won all, I think, all eight years in existence. We won all eight years. Now we're looking for better competition. Recently, my grandson went to Europe. They played against a German team. And I can tell you that it was 1-1. And they put this little kid in. He was the youngest kid in the team. And he won 1-1 against a, a German team, which is some of the top soccer in the world. And guess who scored the second winning goal? My grandson. His name is Van Ethan. Van Ethan Paul. Jesus wants to give you authority. Not so you can brag about it. So you can brag about what God can do through someone normal like you. Maybe you're way better than me and smarter than me. I, I suspect you are. But I tell you what, I believe that God wants to use me in great ways. And I believe he wants to use you in great ways. You know, there's someone watching right now. You're thinking, does he want to use me too? Yeah, he'll delegate his authority to you. That credit card is good everywhere. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like Bill Gates' credit card, but on steroids multiplied by a billion. Then add on Elon Musk and add on all the rest of the gang. Number five, I'm coming too close. Authority is a gift. I, I need to say this because some people get really freaky about authority. You remember the magician who wanted to buy the authority? He wanted to buy the power? And so I want you to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 1.13. Just as a, 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 a biblical caution. Verse 2. It says this. And if I prophesy and know all mysteries and all knowledge, <laughs> all, and if I have all faith so that I can remove mountains but don't have love, I'm nothing. You can't earn it. You can't buy it. You can't merit it. None of us deserve it. It's, a it's not a measurement of your spiritual depth. It's a gift of grace that should be used with love. I was given the privilege of being praying for the transition out of, our, of our Air Force Base, Nellis Air Force Base, from this gentleman here, Colonel. We call him Shadow. That's his handle. They all have handles. And uh, it, it was being transferred to Tomka, Colonel. And he took over the, the Air Force Base. And Guess who transitioned it? And they turned to me and they said, we need you to come pray more often. I was at City Hall recently, and they gave, they gave me an award for something, and, and, uh, 
and I prayed for them, and I gave them the book Game Changers. So our mayor got that book. <laughs> and so at the end, one of their administrators come up and say, can you come back again? When can you come back again? We want you to, because I don't pray like a wuss. I pray like I have authority. And friends, what we need to do and what we can do, and I'm offering you today, and I think this is why God brought me here Friday night, Saturday, and now, saying I'm literally offering you one of the keys of the kingdom of heaven. One of the keys is divine authority that you could just pick up today and start using. If I threw you a set of car keys, wouldn't you use it today? When Jesus said in Matthew 16, I give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, don't you, don't you believe that you take those keys and go, thank you, and use it? So today I'm offering you divine authority. It's a gift. Please use it in love. Why do we need to use authority? And I mentioned it already. Already, every kingdom or mountain has stratas of authority. Every union has authority. Every school system, hospital, court, sports leagues, music industry, theaters, movies, science labs, universities. Someone once said that different levels equals different devils. I realize, and, and I underestimated this principle, and I'm telling you this as a true confession that when we got into the whole political realm and White House and all these amazing things that we had, it just ate my lunch. I, didn't, I wasn't spiritually prepared. I think my gifts brought me to here, but, but I didn't have that prayer backing. I didn't have that prayer power behind me. I, I know Kings is a praying church. That's why I come and serve Kings. And I just told Dr. Morocco, send me wherever you want. I'm, I'm here, just here to serve. I already had a big ministry. Now all I want to do is raise up big people. I just want to support people. Just give it away. So we need exousia because if we lean on our own strength, we can hit some pretty vicious walls. We can make some pretty big mistakes. And that's why I'm saying the higher you go, the bigger the battle, but the greater the reward. We need some heroes of the faith again who aren't afraid to do wild things. Just, I know people were wondering what's going to happen to Paul Mark Goulet and when I had my encounter in the back of an ambulance and I, I was dying and the medics were saying, Mr. Goulet, stay with us, stay with us. I told you guys the story and I, I'm going, I want to stay with you, but I couldn't talk and I couldn't feel my body. I was dying in the back of an ambulance. I had an encounter with God. I could see everybody down there and I, I couldn't see God, but I knew he was right there. And I said, God, if you let me come back, I promise to give it all away. I couldn't do that when I was a big pastor. I couldn't do that when I had all these things. But I do it now. That's all I do now. Is I just, I'm, a, I'm conduit. So two days ago, I got, I got the Legion Stadium, and, and, and now we're going to touch 7,000-plus <laughs> veterans and change their lives. And I, I'm thinking, only God does this. I was asked just a few days ago, Paul, would you be willing to go back to Hawaii and, and do long-term counseling with the survivors? Absolutely. And he said, well, would you also be willing to go to Israel and, and do long-term therapy for the people that have lost their families and friends? I said, absolutely. You see, how could God use someone like me? Are you that good? No, I already told you I'm not. I'm telling you because I function with the credit card of heaven. Whenever I walk into a situation, it's God, unless you show up, I'm lost. God, unless you help me, I'm lost. God, unless you show up this morning, this morning when I was in my prayer time and I had Johnny meet me at breakfast, I just felt God's presence. It was so strong, Zephyr. You, you like Zephyr, Zephyr? 
Either one? <laughs> I went to the bathroom. I had to sit on the toilet. It's my only throne that I have left. I've given every other throne to God. I started weeping. I thought, I'm crying because I felt God's presence there on, on the, in the bathroom. I knew something incredible was going to happen this morning. I need to close with this. It's time to invade. I showed this video the other day, but I want to show it to the whole congregation. This is kind of the stuff that I've been doing and I'll continue to do in, in Hawaii uh, to help these survivors. It's a hundred times worse than you've heard. A thousand times worse than you've seen. My buddies and I went in there couple days after it happened and the police weren't even, hadn't even been there yet and the fire department hadn't been there yet the cadaver dogs hadn't been there yet we were the first ones there and at first they didn't like me very much because I'm, I'm a howly but then I'd say tell me what you need some of them stayed just to help their aunties and uncles and uh, Steve Lee Steve lost nine nine of his friends and, and uh, I'm gonna show you a little video just to show you I'm really just here for that but I function in this authority that's crazy. And when you start functioning in the same authority, it'll be crazy. Check it out. Hey gang, I'm Paul Mark Goulet from the Las Vegas Resource Center. And I'm here in really the burn zone in Lahaina, that just of devastation and the, the lost lives. And I, I walked up here today and it's my fifth day in a row. We've come here with food and water. Today we're bringing clothes and rice. And I saw this bicycle behind me and it just kind of messed me up. Because yesterday we were here and met a, a couple that were looking for their mother and their sister. And then another young man, his name is Steve, he lost nine of his friends. So gang, we don't know the whole story yet. All I know is devastation. And I wanna thank you, number one, for supporting Las Vegas Resource Center. We bring lost resources around the world. I was on the phone with Madagascar today. Thanks to your giving, we're able to help them. And that values curriculum is now being spread throughout the nation because you gave and you prayed. Secondly, I wanna thank you for the fact that I've been helping out with the homeless in Las Vegas. And because you pray and you give, I'm able to do that. And I don't have to, I can just do it as a volunteer, so it's kind of great. But this is one that's really sh shaken me up, honestly. I, it's a hard to even talk about it. But I do want to thank you. And, uh, and just keep praying, keep giving. And uh, I'll be going home today. I'll be flying back in two weeks uh, because uh, thanks to my friends here at No Child Hungry and uh, CityServe, um, they're making a massive difference. They're gonna be distributing 250,000 meals. Uh, literally, we, we are just a one small partner, something that's much, much bigger of people that really care. So thank you for praying. Thanks for giving. I love you. In a, in a moment, I'm going to pray that God gives you that gift of divine authority. It's real, real. I pinch myself sometimes going, why is this happening? And then God reminds me, because I gave it to you. You function in the authority that I gave to you. Oh, yeah, okay. It's not about me. It's about you through me. Yeah, that's it. So, Pastor just gave me permission to receive an offering for this. I, it, like, I, I don't want a gift for me. I want a gift for this. 
what we're doing around the world. Like I said, Madagascar is back on the table because the president got elected. Last time I was there, they, I had to shut my phone off for three days because people were bringing in guns because they didn't like what I was doing. I'll tell you what, I, I'm living this wild life, but I function as divine authority that if you want to partner with us, everything that you give now is going to go to the ministry. Not to me personally. I'm okay. I'm blessed beyond, beyond belief. Uh, but if you want to partner with us, and plus... Um, going back into Hawaii and setting up long-term counseling for, we already have two distribution centers, so that's good. They're taken care of. We need help with helping them process what just was lost. So I'm going to have Johnny come up and pray for us. And Johnny is a guy that we've been walking together, and, and we're going to continue to walk together because I've been bringing in this whole dynamic of the church and leadership principles, and he's actually done it all and with his company. And tonight, when you guys come back tonight, I want you to go get people that need physical miracles. I was healed of two strokes and a brain bleed. My daughter was healed of cancer. My other daughter was healed of uh, uh, ground mouth seizures. My son was healed of Guillain-Barre. Uh, I've seen people healed of strokes like myself. I've seen so many miracles. Tonight's going to be a miracle night. Tonight's going to be where dunamis is shown. So remember, we talked about exousia this morning. Tonight's dunamis is that some people are going to be emotionally healed. Some people are going to be relationally. Some people's finances are going to be released tonight. I just know tonight is a night of supernatural. And because it, it, I know that none of you guys need anything. But if you need something too, you might want to come. But if you know someone that needs something from heaven, tonight's the night. So, and then Johnny and I are going to pray over people. We're going to prophesy over people. We both function in that gift. So um, that's why I want you to hear his voice for a moment. And then we're going to receive an offering for this and then i get the privilege of praying for you and and before you do pastor uh uh just real quick um like ushers are they have they have um envelopes i need an envelope Zephan, just go ahead and give me one um and if you would on on the envelopes you guys will see but uh, under the guest category put the, put mark it there so uh it, it'll help our it'll help our, our our team make sure everything gets to where it needs to be and uh, in this, um, then at the end of the weekend, we're going to cut one check. That'll be, that'll be sent to Pastor Pastor Paul in the ministry. And and uh, also, I know you're you're not here to push books, but um, but they're resources. And um, I, and I know I think there's eight left of the one copy that I said I would buy if there was any left. I don't know that there'll be any left, but there are books that y you can buy as gift to put in people's hands. The one book that he shared with us Friday and Saturday. Um, is, is a book written for, uh, of course, believers, but non-believers, to be able to put something in someone's hand, to be able to encourage them, to, to get them to understand who Christ is. And I just I wanted to just share that briefly. There's other, there's other resources there. Um, guys, listen, we, you know, our, our weekend, everything we did in this house uh, was free. You know, Friday night's free, Saturday's free. And what we do is, um, you know, we, we bless... We bless the men and women of God that come in and, and, and pour into us. So, you know, we do free will offerings. You know, and I, you know, even, even before you pray, Johnny, minister, if you would, just go ahead and lead us into a time of worship. And um, just ask the Lord today. You know, ask the Lord. I, you're, you're sowing and you're putting seed in the ground. Amen. You know, our senior pastor, Dr. Morocco, says, what, 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 should, what, you, what should, should you expect when you put seed in the ground? You should expect a harvest. And that's what we're doing today. We're, we're putting seed in the ground. Uh, we're, we're, we're pouring in. I, you know, and that's, I, I love it that it's the opportunity that I have to be able to give. So just uh, as minister, as we go into a time of worship, 
you know, just, just take a, if you're here with your husband, wife, my wife, I'm going to go pray with her real quick, and, and we're going to put seed in the ground, amen? And um, this is how the kingdom's going to get advanced. And I, I tell you, we're going to touch our community because there's people in here that God's positioned in key spots, key spots to reach this community. Key, key spots. I, Brother Jimmy, key spots. Abby, key spots. I see schools. I see union members. I see I see it all. Amen. How God's going to pour out. And we're going to declare out of this house God's miracle working power. Amen. Police forces, Mike. I mean, you know, I look around. God's blessed this house with people that have influence. And uh, we're going to step it up. And it's going to be fun. So, praise God. Brother Johnny. I give you glory because of who you are. I give you praise because of who you are. I will lift my voice to sing, Lord, I'll worship you because of who you are. Lord, I'll worship you because of who you are. Jehovah Jireh, my provider, Jehovah Nisi, Lord, you reign in victory, Jehovah Shalom, you're my Prince of Peace, Lord, I worship you because of who you are, Lord, I worship you. Because of who you are. Go ahead and stand on your feet this morning. Jehovah Jireh, my provider. Jehovah Nisi, Lord, you reign in victory. Jehovah Shalom, you're my Prince of Peace. And I worship you because of who you are. Lord, I'll worship you because of who you are. Lord, I'll worship you because of who you are. You know, thank you for giving and, and partnering with us. And, and I, I, I can guarantee you that whether it's touching those veterans, they gave us a stadium, but then we don't have the money to do it, <laughs> the rest of the things. So we're just believing God every, every step of this way. I'm just trusting that God's going to do it, and he's done it every single time. And I declare that with authority. Now, Johnny, God's used you in great financial ways. Can you pray for us? Pray over this offering. We'll pray over them. And then we're just going to open it up for just a time of prayer. We're going to worship God together. Could I have the whole worship team come up? And in a minute, you're going to be dismissed, but there's some of you might want to stick around because we're going to pray, we're going to prophesy, we're going to get ready for tonight. And I'm going to head over there and sign books too and just have a little bit of fun with you. And and uh, I'm just declaring that this is going to be amazing. Johnny, can you pray for us? Yeah. Let me just give you a thought as, as we like lead into this moment, right? I'm I'm from just south of Pittsburgh, but you know, like the Steelers, right? They ain't too good this year, right? That was supposed to be funny, but you're.
you're like, yeah, they really are bad. But, <laughs> but I'm telling you, man, woo, you're making us work. But, um, you know, then they fire a guy, right? Listen, God doesn't have a backup plan. Wow. Do you understand that? Every one of you here, you're his choice to be here in this very hour, in this very city. You're, bro, you didn't end up here by accident. We were talking the other Friday night. This is God's ordained will, and you're on a mission. And listen, your success is guaranteed. Read everywhere in the Bible. Read the end. We win. But everywhere from the covenant of Deuteronomy 28 all the way through, it says in Daniel, those who know their God will do great exploits. You don't have any choice. You're going to win. It's just it's it's rigged. All you have to do is be like, all right, cool, let's go. I always like to say, let's roll. That's all you have to do. And God will just say, there's one. Bless it. It says he looks all over the earth for those who hearts, whose hearts are after him. Right? So, Father, we're here. Man, we didn't have to wow. earn this. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I, you're so crazy. You picked wow. us. Wow. How could you pick me? How could you pick us? But you looked. I love it. Jesus said he called those he wanted. Lord, you wanted us. You chose us. Lord, and it says in the word, Lord, before the foundations of time, Lord. It's so beautiful, God. You are sovereign, Lord, and you have a plan. And we already win. All we have to do is say yes. And so this morning, why don't you just say it? Just say yes. 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 Whatever you want. Whatever you want, Lord. Man, we're here. Just pouring it out at your feet, Jesus. And this whole weekend has been about increase. It's been about multiplication. It's been about equipping, Lord. And, I, and we just receive, Lord, we receive what you're doing in this house. It's good soil. And so we just speak uh, every time, Lord, where we put our resources, resource, right? You're our source and you resource us. Every time you resource us, Lord, and we give it to you, you multiply it because you're a multiplier. You don't know how to subtract. You don't know how to add. You don't know how to divide. You only figured out multiplication. And I speak over your people today, Father, with the authority you've given me. Multiplication. Multiplication. Multiplication over your businesses. Multiplication over your families. Mom, uh, dude, I'm seeing babies in this house. I already had a couple words over some people, too. Don't worry. You're married. Don't worry. But, like, I speak multiplication, Father, over your people this day. And, and more than anything else, Lord. Sorry, I'm, I'm not going to preach, I promise. More than anything else multiplication of your presence in our life if we don't have you we're not going just like Moses prayed I'm not gonna go without your presence multiplication of your presence in every house in every business in every office in every school you're so good Lord and we give you our yes and just as you said Lord we say yes and amen and everybody said, Amen. Amen.
Now, I know he kept you longer than probably normal, but I really do believe that before you go, if you have to leave now, please do. And no shame or guilt, but if you go, boy, I really want God to give me that divine authority. Could you lift up your hand to God? Say, man, I need exousia. Even as a parent, I need exousia. I need, I need authority to raise my kids in this crazy world. God, give me authority. Could you just lift up your hands to God right now? I don't know what song you guys are thinking about. There's a song, even the Holy Spirit songs, I'd love those. Anything that's in your spirit. But before you, uh, if you got to go, you are blessed. And, and you're blessed today. And, and bring back somebody that needs a touch of God tonight. Bring back someone that needs, needs, needs something. You bring depressed people tonight. Bring, bring alcoholics tonight bring business people that have millions but have don't have god i don't you know who to bring tonight but it, and you do it with divine authority be fearless men and women of god fearless 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 so lord those that are leaving now i bless them may they leave with just a sense of grace and that they've received something for all those that that are going to hang around the altar with with john johnny and i and 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 pastor and miranda i just pray that that, that those who can who are going to stick around will just get even more that you that, than than they could ever imagine and, and we're all here just as in this place we feel honored that you want to give us something today that uh, some of you have never even heard of this and i i'm just knowing that god's going to give it to you because you want it so everybody else if you need to go get your kids please uh, sorry for keeping you a little bit later to this morning and, and i just want you to go get your kids and, and go blessed and have fun but if anybody else says man i want to spend an extra moment at this altar could you just come here right now just say man i i need to spend 